I need something that really stands out. I don't think the flat top. Maybe you do like one of those but cool you know designs really, in the side of your head, or like like oh, kind of like how Drake got the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna guess something like that, like the heart. Wow, or like a like a line. Or no, like, no, no, that's too simple, Bert. Don't worry, I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna figure it out. This is a you thing. I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah, because this is me. That's what's gonna lead me to my final content record. It is impossible to anticipate where the two monsters which suddenly appeared in the Atomi area will attack next. If your power goes out, remain calm. Oh my God. We gone. <laughs> we gone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 19 of the First Sit Podcast. Today, the world is open. Everyone's back outside. What that means is, is schedules change. So today is actually going to be just me and Dikembe. That's the beauty of having a co-host. We can sit here. We can touch base. It's going to be a shorter episode. Yeah. We're yep. gonna. Yeah, we're gonna delve into a couple issues of stuff that's going on. Not issues. A couple events. Um, it's just some topics. Hot topics. Hot topics. And we're going to emphasize next week's guest right now. That's the plan. Is going to be our biggest one yet. So something to look forward to. We're very excited. But other than that, Deke. Just because it's just me and you doesn't mean the show can't go on. I know that people are probably happy that it's not just you because. You guys can be honest. If you had to sit here and just listen to Albert, they would enjoy probably it. wouldn't do it. They would absolutely do it. But Dikembe, though. <laughs> that's, what, mm-hmm. that's what you think. What are you sipping on, bud? I got some great lemonade here. I saw that. The all big, natural, all natural lemonade, the big body one. You do have the big body. Dikembe has like a 60-ounce cup in front of him right now. He trying had to get back. the mega gulp. Trying to get back. You know, we, we back to our workouts, back in the gym, so this may not be the best uh, hydrating beverage, but... It's not it's the worst. Delicious, though. It's not the worst. No, it could be worse. It's got lemon. It, it could be. Exactly. Yeah. Lemon, water, <laughs> yeah, sugar. Yeah, there you go. You sodium. Could, if you were dying, you could thrive off of that. 100%. You could survive on an island with that. Get your lemonade, people. Mm-hmm. All natural, though. Yes. Bert, what you sipping on? So it's actually just water for me today. Mm. I couldn't pick up coffee on the way in. so. But you notice I got some good water, though, right? You do have great water. Whatever... That, that like filter thing that you have in it's crazy right the zero water is, filter it is crisp i'm gonna start an amazon store we should reach out to them i'm gonna start an what amazon is their store. name zero water zero water filter damn it's delicious yep it is like a wow, crisp you think but we can get them to sponsor a couple episodes absolutely not but send it'd be worth filters. a try yes maybe it'll send I us some filters telling you, you gotta put this into re- just think it manifest right maybe so. there's a listener right now that that knows someone exactly. from zero water exactly if you do let us know speaking about if you're listening we emphasize this often, and we're going to take the time now because it is just me and Dikembe. If there's anyone that you think of that you can recommend, shoot us a text, message us on Instagram. We'd love to bring new guests on. We're going to make this thing grow, folks. We're yep, going to make it yep. boom. So send us who you think would be awesome to talk to. If you want to talk to us, yeah, reach out. We're doing good, man. We're uh, 19 episodes in. I know. 19 weeks. We're still here, but hopefully people are still listening. Oh, oh, people listening. Yeah. People listening. Y'all listening, right? Yep, yep. I know y'all shaking your head. Yeah, yes, Dikembe. Yeah. We here with you. We here. Yep. Cool, 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 cool. What do you want to start the show off with, man? You sent me that article you wanted to touch on. Well, speaking of people being here, man, that's a great segue. I didn't even know that was coming up. That's why but I here we go. I'm good at what I do. You, you, you good. You've been learning a couple things. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, speaking of people being here, that article I sent you was talking about people who not here. FOMO is back because we back outside. We're back outside. But imagine you not back outside with your friends and you see them posting up on the gram posting up on facebook pictures from this past weekend and it's like yo i, di- I didn't get the text 
I didn't get a phone call. Nobody FaceTimed me. What happened? Is that what the article was saying? That's why people was, weren't man. outside because they're not getting the text anymore? Some people aren't getting the text anymore. Damn. Pandemic has closed up some groups. Some friend circles have gotten real small. That's true. I guess because you really learn who your friends are during the pandemic. Yeah, I've been trying to cut off the people from my friend group. Um, I know you have for a while. Yeah. I think it's starting to work, though. I think they're getting hit. I'm just going to start deleting people from the group chat. <clears throat> that or you just have to just delete their number. And if they if they never try again to reach out, it was a good move. I don't know if I'm ready for that kind of heartbreak. It's not a heartbreak. I might be a little a bit decision. too emotional for that. You are too emotional for that. Because I might delete somebody and try them and be like, they're going to message me. And then they don't. <laughs> never message me back. Damn, yeah, I'm not so, ready for this. So was the whole article revolving around the world, the fact that it's opening back up? Things are back, man. You saw me. I was out here this past weekend living my best life. You were. You were down in North Carolina, bro. Yep. Being yep. a hoe. Got some sun. I was not. I was being a very respectable young person with some edge. <laughs> a little bit of attitude because we're back outside. That's it. We're back outside. This is it. Speaking about edge and attitude, the Paul brothers, your boy Logan fought this past weekend. It's kind of funny how every time it's me and you, these dudes just fighting. That's so true. So I was thinking about that on my way, and I was actually laughing about that. I was like, damn, we always talk about the Paul brothers when it's just me and Dikembe. But this is, it's, They're it's so literally relevant. the relevant current event. Who, yeah. who was it that was talking about? Somebody was saying something dumb the other day about boxing is dead. Uh, was, yeah, you know who it was. I know we exactly who it was. We're not even going to give him any any satisfaction of saying his name on here. Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah, I actually, I actually think the opposite. I, I don't I don't know if it was a gr- Stephen A. Smith was super disappointed about it. He's a, he's a famous sports analyst. He was super upset about how the fight went down. For everyone who doesn't know, Floyd Money Mayweather fought Logan Paul, who's a famous YouTuber. Has one professional fight under his belt. Floyd Mayweather is arguably the greatest boxer of all time. And they fought in an exhibition that went the full eight rounds. And Stephen A. Smith was saying that it's horrific for boxing that this happened. D- dude, I I totally disagree. I don't I don't I'm. Sp- from someone who, you know, uh, I don't even know, kind of like an easygoing boxing fan, you know, like someone who's not really that tapped in, like someone a who casual liked, fan. Yeah, you like Deontay Wilder. My my boy. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were kicking on the weekend. That's it. That's but, literally um, the extent of your boxing. But, but you'll enjoy it if it's on TV. We would kick it on the weekend. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing, right? Like, I can, I, I enjoy it. And I feel like that's what a, a lot of people watch it for. 95%. And if this is getting more and more people to tune in, what happens if more people actually stay tuned in for the real fights? Uh, no, I, I right? with the professional fighters who actually sit there and spend their time working on their trade, working on their skill. Yeah, it wouldn't it be better for the sport. Wouldn't athletes start making more money? Uh, hundred. Well, yeah, I mean, in boxing they make they make a, a ton. It would help the UFC fighters. But like, for example, like you're saying, if you tuned in for this card, if you because you want to watch Ocho Cinco fight. There was a fight. Man, he got I, stitched up a couple times. Yeah, he did. He got dropped. There was a fight right after it. I, I believe right after it. It was Hurd versus Arius. Oh, yeah. Were, you were talking about that one, yeah. Dude, they were brawling. That was a sanctioned fight between two, like, contenders. And they were brawling. And there were definitely people that never would tune into boxing that saw that. Mm-hmm. And will maybe rewatch their fights now. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like, I, I bet you, dude, I bet you, like, my little sister, honestly, watched Logan versus Floyd, and she did, could care less about boxing, and she probably, or at least saw it's clips, just, it's just and it makes thing. relevancy. And, you know, people were talking about that, though, um, the clips, uh, you know, like, the highlights from the show, but, or from the from the fight, you weren't seeing a lot of that on, on ESPN. No. Which they didn't is, hype this one up. It was weird, and which they still is so made weird. so much money. Yeah. Which is so weird, because, like, imagine, but then, like, what are they doing? Like, who's making those decisions over at ESPN? 
How are you not paying attention to the biggest fight of the year? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the biggest fight of the year. Who who had a bigger fight than them this year? Uh, Aunt Liv- who had more hype, more attention? McGregor Poirier, for sure. No way. Yeah, Conor McGregor from the, returning. From the outside world? Conor McGregor returning gets more hype than Floyd and Logan, 100%. That's I don't know. I feel like this had a different draw. This pulled in more people because, once again, unless you really cared about McGregor and, and Poirier, like, you weren't still oh, tapping oh, I'm, Yeah, I'm not discrediting. That Logan Paul world? Oh, 100%. All those, I'm not discrediting the fact yeah. that this fight deserved way. I thought it would get so much more pay-per-view. The Logan Paul world did. with the Floyd Mayweather world? Bro, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you look at the list of like the— Poirier like, ain't really bringing anybody to the on the attention side. Connor and that's what I'm though. saying. Connors, yeah, he's bringing a swarm of people. He brought me to watch the fight. Correct. But that other side, right? Now you're bringing two heavy hitters, two people who thrive on yes. attention, who make all their money. Correct. On attention. Which is odd why they didn't bump it up they didn't promote Why it at would all you not say like let's just ride and they off made it the on a sunday off, right off the coattails on this like we should mark this if i was at espn yo all of our attention needs to be there we need to find a way to get this stream and like what what are we doing i don't know i mean they have a deal with showtime so espn couldn't stream it but i i get what you're saying how like everybody should have been espn about didn't it. do interviews yeah it was weird i mean i guess it's allegedly you think some this people is think what, it was boring. They're going to have us there in a few years, probably. Yeah, I'd love to talk on ESPN. They're going to hear us and be like... I can only talk about fighting, though. And could, football. I'll talk about everything, but yeah. on a real surface level. Correct, because that's really the extent of your sports knowledge is extremely surface. I don't know what you're talking about. You always be trying to play me because I keep saying Michael Vick coming back. Exactly. And you, the fact that you think that Jason Kidd still plays for the Nets. He does. Exactly. There you go. So that's that's where we could leave our sports discussion. At. New Jersey Nets. <laughs> What else was on the docket for today, bro? Well, man, we were uh, talking about social media and attention. And sadly, one of social media's uh, shining stars has been canceled recently. I wouldn't. I You see, you think she's No, she's, she's on. I know. Who, I know. Chrissy Teigen? Oh, I know. She's toast. That's who we're talking about here, people, is Chrissy Teigen. Um, was she a shining star? Bro, to like the woke world. And that's that's the side I'm going on here. It's like, oh, it's kind of funny. It's, it's a little, I mean, like, mm. She's canceled, canceled, too. It's like the thing that you were really hyping up, you know, and that's the hard part because it's like you want to be on that side, you know, it's like they love to call everybody out for everything, all the bad stuff that they do. The second some tweets come out, oh, you can't say that. Ah, yeah. here we go, Chrissy. It happened to you. It did. And I'm a Chrissy fan. I'm not against her. But at the same point, it's kind of like shit always comes out. What are you a fan of? As far as? Of Chrissy. Oh, just like her personality, her cooking, I mean, stuff like everything, her relationship with John, like that side of them, right? The stuff that oh, I was just curious. I honestly that, don't know a lot that, about yeah, her. I just that, know she was on that one show where you lip sync. That personality. Yeah, that <laughs> that personality side of her. Right. And also like because I'm a John Legend fan, but um, just seeing, you know, like I, I also, you know, I'm on Twitter a lot. So seeing how, you know, some of the things and the way she talks on Twitter has in the past couple of years and then now seeing these tweets come out from her saying like. Well, I don't know if you saw. Yeah, the, the, the threatening suicide or whatever, or like not threatening suicide. Um, like pushing. you should, go, like you should go to sleep and not wake up. Yeah, something crazy. I don't know. I don't know the exact thing she said. Yeah, I no, know no. Candace Owens went nuts. Oh, you see, and, so that's, did she, and that's what I mean. You see, because now you cancel? get so much ammo. Well, it's that's just one section, right? So like, you get those people who are going to be like, oh, they're just loading it up, and it's like, here we go. Oh my God, that's a massive following. Her following once again, following. and it's just like, oh, we were waiting for they. They wait for these moments, hundred percent on both sides. Yeah, oh, yeah. And you know, I talk about this all the time. It's like if you're going to play that game, that politician game, it's like you either got to just double down and own it when this nonsense comes out, or you can never do anything. Correct. 
that's correct yeah i don't you and, and you know what's so 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 i was i would knew that you were gonna you were gonna talk about the canceling because you texted me about it and i think it's it's such an interesting line how some people get like freedom yeah like some people can say whatever the hell they want el presidente oh yes dave portnoy is never getting canceled ever Ever, literally ever. The more, the crazier he gets, the more strategic he gets with his the, craziness. Yeah, the only way the he more would his get canceled is it. if he did something truly wrong. I think he would have to like slap a mom who just like lost her job in the middle of like Fifth Avenue. Yeah, or drop like like a like a hate. But who, like who hate, knows? Trump also said he could slur. walk into the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody, and he'd be good. Uh, and and honestly, there's, there's a following. Yeah, <laughs> I say. people loved it. Yeah, we need that kind of following, people. Me and you. Yeah, that would be. That's no. That's a little cultish, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Think uh, we, we don't need, need that. y'all that crazy. But we I just, take that. But back. we definitely do need people we who might won't be mad at us if out. we say something bad because you know we're gonna mess up every now and again. Oh, I've been like that since day one. Yeah, say something. Anybody stupid. who know me since high school, listen. Psh, I ain't been perfect. No. But no. Think I'm afraid of it. I but, double down. But back on on Chrissy Teigen, is she yep. is she like? So do you think now she's toast? Like rest of no, her life? No way, bro. She'll be back. Give her two months. See then that give her two months because so lame, dude. it's a temporary a cancellation because like but this is it's but this is why I was talking about this when I was uh who was saying it with somebody but just about like how people got so much time and I don't know if people realize they they have so much time and comfort in their lives that you have enough time to now just pick and choose what you want to be outraged with this week correct like if you really don't have any problems or anything like this and now you're sitting here saying oh my god I can't see like obviously we're on a podcast so like you know this is part of our job like we find topics to talk about. Mm-hmm. But if you're spending the majority of your day, the majority of your week, each and every week talking about some topic that is really just making you outraged and you're just consuming so much of your time with it without trying to make any or adding any solutions or trying to find any solutions for yourself that's getting you to avoid this type of outrage. I don't know how you constantly go through that same cycle over and over. Yeah, dude. And and honestly, it's that, such a waste of time. It's it, it, it's a waste of time and it's a waste of energy. I, I was actually thinking about that also on the way over. Every like biased media outlet, like social, like the mm-hmm. the millennial Republicans online, the change page, like from both sides on That's Instagram. What they're all now for the only yes, they're all for a bias. They're nothing is sitting there saying, okay, what's about? Let me just talk about this clear as day, right? And remember, we talked about this a couple of years, like maybe two or three years ago, where it's just like, bro, just tell a me the point story. Where we realize like every side you try to go to now, there's no middle, never. So no matter what, like you try to have some sort of like middle ground conversation. But then you send an article from a certain website and it's just like, oh, damn, now I got to crop out the website name because somebody will just see CNN or Fox News <laughs> and they won't even read it. That's literally what I do. Every right? time like, I that's how strategic I have to be. Like, oh, I have I to, like, if I sit there, I'm like, I have to crop out even the name of who's posting this just to get people to read the words. Correct. Let me just get you to read the words before you're reacting on the influencer behind the words, the activist behind the words, the journalist, the Which politician. is a shame. It's such a shame because sometimes those and, on both and sides, though, hundred percent because sides. also on the on the side of the people, we're not willing to be patient enough and calm enough to take a step back and say, OK, what is it that is being said here? What's the substance of what's going on here? Right. The majority. I agree. But then also on the side of the people who are now pushing this message and who are now gaining a lot of notoriety and a lot of publicity off of this, they know it works in their favor. Right. Oh, we were just talking about um, El Presidente, but there's a lot of politicians now who say. If I can have AOC, mm-hmm. right? Dan Crenshaw, Tulsi Gabbard. Correct. Right? Like Dan, Cren- Dan Crenshaw. Now, the guy, DC Drain, I don't know, you know, if he's like, yeah, like, yeah. you know, he says he comes over or whatever so he is, right? Biased. Like, but all these guys, it's like, you realize if I can tap into this subsection and almost have like that Trump effect 
no matter what political party you're in, if I can have that Trump effect, that Trump pull, and really, like, you can go back to when Obama first started pulling, pushing for his presidency and leveraging social media, leveraging those groups, leveraging that that buzz, right, that hype behind a, a which message. Which he did. Which he did. He, he started it. He, That's what got him to pres- his presidency, I, in my opinion, was his change. ability to leverage Facebook. Honestly, probably. Like once, And there's a lot of studies behind it, right? So I'm not just kind of like pulling this out my ass, but like you can kind of look back and see like, okay, how did his team go out there and leverage social media and get his message of hope across America? Who can't tap into a message of hope? No one. No, you're right. It's like what's going on actually. You or see MAGA. It, right? I, 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 exactly, right? So you see it and it's, if you can get that message across to a small enough group that is also strong enough to hold that message and get the job done, right? To actually go out and like we always talk about voting. If you can get a small enough group to actually go out and vote, but if that group's just big enough to outweigh the people who aren't going out and voting on the other side, you win. Correct. Yes. Look at what just happened here in Philadelphia. We had the lowest turnout of voter in our midterm election just this past, um, what was it, like two months ago or a month ago? May 18th? Yep. We had like an 11% turnout. That's terrible. What happened, guys? Right? Like just a year ago, oh, everybody got to get out there because we got to flip the presidency and we got to flip all these seats and blah, blah, blah. Yes. And now we're on autopilot because we think all our problems are solved and then- a year from now, two years from now, four they years from all now, the rights from Wolf. we're tapped in back again to politics because now our issues matter again. Mm-hmm. That's that's my frustration with this stuff, right? Like the that's my outrage because it's it's the never ending conversation. You know what? You want to know what my outrage is, <clears throat> and not just outrage. That I think, and I, I obviously it's a very difficult task and much easier said than done, right? I think if if Albert Linares were to run for president, my focus would be on equal leadership and unity because we're the greatest country in the world we should focus on unity it's very frustrating that every outlet fox news cnn dan crenshaw aoc both sides of the aisle their most powerful weapon is slander of the other side yep when do you ever see any of them trying to leverage a unified front as their priority no the priority is no 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 don't look at us right now let's make these other idiots look bad yep which is dude that's it's just so frustrating and it's a shame honestly it's literally a childish game that people say like you have to stop playing that like you can't just keep pointing fingers and be like oh well don't look at me look and over of course there. like i said easier mm-hmm. said than done it's been going on for like politics have been politics and that's forever. why i say like at a certain point Slanders we have to ask ourselves it's like how does that continue to work uh, i don't know it's people, been working people but, allow it to work like people we feed into it we all do. Once again, like, I'm happy enough we realize this, and we're only 27, 28, but it's like, imagine people, you're, we know some people in their mid-40s, 50s, who are still sitting here talking the same way they were talking when they were our age. Yeah. How are you still going through the same political conversations thinking that it's this side or it's that side, right? And like we say in some areas, some areas have had the same leadership, the same side, and on the local level, y'all have had the same issues. Correct. No progression. Zero change. Whether it's in the inner city, whether it's in the rural areas, suburbs. We were talking about infrastructure issues before this. Mm-hmm. Some of these areas, you can't get a phone signal the second you get off the highway. Is You talk about lack of progress in your area. Who wants to go and move there and start a business if you can't even get a solid phone signal? But That is an issue that somebody there needs to talk about. And maybe they are talking about it on a local level, but no one's tapped in. Right. In, in cities, you talk about poverty, same way you talk about it in rural areas, right? But it's like... Spiking crime. Exactly. Spiking crimes. What are we focused on? You know what I mean? Like how are Slander we of the pension? other side. Is exactly. What on, which is a shame. It's no, a, but it's nobody a, wants to look inside, right? We were talking about this with Lamar earlier. Just yes. now. Self-awareness. It has to start with self-awareness. If you really want to make change, 
yo, how am I contributing to this problem? I think that I, I think that the way that that it might change, I think hopefully like with crazy like frustration or with crazy um, f- fragility, strength will yield, right? When you train a muscle and you tear it down, you break it down, you beat it up, you beat it up, eventually it'll grow stronger. So I bet if we put society to a breaking point, not so much a breaking point, but if we keep stressing both sides to so much where there's so much anger, it's hopeful to think that maybe a hero will arise that will come out that's backed by both groups, right? There's going to eventually, time like time happens. There have been presidents that have been loved by everybody definitely, in the past. Definitely. Right? It is what it is. There, yeah. there have is, is there right now? No. Oh, yeah. When you look at it, yeah, from a national level, um, and I think there are people who are kind of brewing up, right, who are kind of making a name for themselves on their local level, right? One guy who I'm kind of paying attention to is the uh, the mayor of Miami County, right? I don't know if you've seen some of the things he's doing, like the tax incentives, some of the changes he make for the city, his uh, his beliefs in wanting to invest in, like, cryptocurrency, right, to uh, really just catapult the, the city's growth over the next few years. But then he's also focusing on the social justice side of things, right? He's focusing, like I said, on the capitalism side of things, so making sure that everybody wins. You look at people like this and say, like, what happens five, ten years from now, are they going to push for the presidency? Because it seems like everybody around them loves them. Like Governor Ron DeSantis. Exactly. In Florida. Right? Yeah. E- exactly. So it's 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 going to be a very interesting see, thing to see over the next year, next few years. But going to uh, take that a step further, think about, think about what we're doing, right? The conversations that I think we're seeing more and more of where people are just realizing, realizing in themselves, like, yo, I have an ability to be that solution right like not maybe be the be the hero but be like twix said when he was on like you're gonna find more leaders in your local area more leaders in your local community more leaders within your own group more people are just gonna step up and be like let me just speak out against all this craziness or let me just speak out against all this complacency or this laziness you know and it's just because at a certain point you're either gonna be with it and just say okay like no i do also like believe in it right like how we say like okay you're the sum of the five people you keep around you if those five people are always complaining about the same thing and always nagging about the same thing year in and year out then you're a part of that problem correct or you can say like okay with all these resources around us let me find a way to make a solution or to get more educated on this topic so we're not talking about the same nonsense that right there i think is a way of being a leadership being a hero in your group because you're getting people to see things differently and you're getting them to a solution. You're getting them to the end goal. Right. And and that's that's exactly what I was driving for. I mean, me and you could sit here and, and we're obviously just talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're addressing the fact that it's a bummer that slander's going on. But there's a flip side. With so many issues being painted so clearly online, creates the ability to find a solution for the issue. Exactly. If you're a, if you're a capitalistic or an individual who grasps opportunity yep. you can utilize one side sitting there bashing 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 certain things to come out and find a solution and gain a backing so there is beauty yeah especially behind if, it. if you're patient enough right because right you because once again like if, if people are loud enough about a certain thing all the time then maybe there is something there right it's it i don't, I don't know the exact Where thing right but it's like fire. there you go you know what i was looking for right mm-hmm. you you saw my face. Yeah, your brain was like fizzing out a little bit. Your eyes were wiggling. You saw it? I was, I was, yeah, short, broken. I was short-circuiting there. You was, were short-circuiting. I was crazy. Yeah, I know. The lights were on. Nobody was home. But I'm back now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So, but yeah, it's basically like, okay, we should maybe pay a little attention here because people are talking about some stuff, right? 
lots of things. I talk about it all the time when it comes to like racial injustice in this country, right? There, for some way, somehow, the country has found a way to just realize and wake up after George Floyd protest that, oh, damn, black people and and people of color have been going through some nonsense in this country. How how did we not know about that? Mass incarceration is a thing. I think so. We have problem with criminal justice. I think I think social media aided the speed. Exactly, that. and that's what you're saying because like it's it's forcing people to tap into conversations they never would have heard before. Think about how many international issues now people are. Once again, we we can go back and forth on that one all day too. That people are now choosing to become aware of, right? Or not even choosing, but now you're just aware because it's like you, maybe you didn't know before. Maybe you weren't going out of your way to search for news articles about what's going on in the Middle East or or Central Africa or you know just any other place in the world that has issues right and now you're like oh damn maybe i should stop complaining you know and using my 140 characters on twitter to say that i don't that i'm being oppressed when i'm sitting in my home with my wi-fi connection air conditioned money in my bank account food in my fridge yeah man while there's people overseas that i'm reading here and watching videos of being bombed getting killed in the streets in front of their family but i'm sitting here and telling myself that I'm at the same level of oppression as them on a social media platform that I also want to say that I hate because they're oppressing me. Mm. It's a very interesting situation that I think we're in. And I think in a few years, we're going to look back on it and be like, yo, or maybe our kids are going to look back on and say, what was wrong with y'all? The same way I look back at some of my older relatives and say, what was wrong with y'all? Yes, that's true. Right? For certain things. For certain things, definitely. Because other things, it's like, oh, y'all really came up and you did what you did, right? And worked way harder than we exactly, are. Exactly, right? Yeah. And then we're going to have the same conversation with our kids. Like, certain things, right? Like, we were just talking about, like, my <laughs> new venture, right? Like, we work very hard also in our lives, right? Yes. But then there's also certain things that we're going to look back on and be like, man, we were so foolish. 100%. We do it now and we're still, we're still very young. Yeah, we're under 30 and we look back. I'm like, I'm like, man, we got lucky. Yes. We got lucky because that was dumb. Right. Yes. Or like, I can't believe we did this or did that. But here we are. You live and you learn. So hopefully. So for for a last before we, we dive into the content wreck, and I'm, I'm happy you actually touched on international stuff because that's one of my content wrecks. Um, do you want to tell people that are listening the, the new venture that you took on like briefly? I just think it's cool, man. I think it's something you should be proud of. I think you took a bold motivational leap um, and a risk that I know is going to yield crazy reward. And I, I think you should speak about it on the platform a little bit. Well, man, we're here. This is um, talk about taking that risk. I think I kind of. You've been alluding to it a little bit. He's not talking about the podcast, by the way. This is not a risk. This is a guaranteed successful venture. 100%. And that's how I look at what I'm doing now. That's right. Right? People have heard my interest in real estate. You know, you've heard me talk about it in my previous previous work. You know, I was working as a lending specialist also, you know, as a a banker in my day to day. But now I've taken the the step to become a full-time realtor. You know, so I passed my I passed the exam earlier last month. Um, been studying for years and years and years now, just learning more about the business, just from people I've come in contact with at the bank, and it it's always something I've grown closer and closer to because at the end of the day, what we're sitting here doing, I love talking to people. Yes, you do. I love real estate. I love everything about it, and I love the the main reason. I just love the the lifestyle that it it, it gives, right? The the future that you're able to to hopefully gain from that kind of work right if you're able to manage it well if you're able to be disciplined the time yes that that time that time management getting your time back right? like i was just going over some numbers with you before we started recording you know about what i've made okay so far sitting in the bank um even after you know whatever a little sure. compensation or incentive bonus but it's just like 
that like what you can make there in six months as opposed to what I can do now in real estate if I really put my head down and get after it. You, you can do that in, in a month, two months. Correct. If you work hard. If you really work hard. And that's where sometimes I think people, yeah, people have to understand that. It's like, yes, there is there's the risk, but there's there's risk involved in everything. Yes, there is. There's the same risk where, okay, if you're sitting at your job all day and you're not really doing anything in that role, they're going to find somebody to replace you. Right. Because and then what happens when you come in in a week or two weeks and they're handing you paper saying, hey, this is going to be your final day or you have two weeks left of the company. We're going to help you find something else. Here's your severance package. And you haven't touched up your resume in five years. You don't even know where you can take your skills. You haven't looked at anything because you've gotten that comfortable. And you've fallen. You, exactly. You've taken a, a leap of faith. You've fallen. Because now somebody like me is young coming up in that same company and saying like, oh, now I'm going to take that person's spot. Or somebody from the externally is going to come in and take your spot. Or now you're in the job field again and in the job search competing against those same people who are just sharpening their skills all the time. How do you compete, right? And that to me is like when I was sitting there in different with different companies, right? It, it always kind of stood out to me that there's the group of people who are also looking at themselves as kind of like the top athletes of things, right? And saying, I'm here with my team. My team's great, right? I'm going to get the support. I'm going to get the benefits of being with the team and seeing how I can make the team better while I'm here. But if at a certain point my growth is capped or I can't continue to grow and expand, you need to find another team. Correct. Of course. Right. You need to find where your skills can continue to flourish because top athletes can't just continue to sit around. And so like, okay, well, you know, they they were really good to me in the beginning. So I guess I got to ride out the next 10 years here, the next 15 years here. Right. Like what if LeBron never left Ohio? I, I mean, yeah. Well, I, I think I mean he did he did go to the Lakers and win win a ring the second year that he was there. I don't mm-hmm. think it was immediate. I don't remember. No, I don't know. but even when he went down to the Heat, like people were like, "Oh my God, I can't believe you're doing." Oh, this. you're talking about when he went to Cleveland to the Heat. Yeah. Oh, went, yeah, oh yeah. I'm okay. talking about go back, go I, back. Okay, because he did go back yeah. to Cleveland and brought a ring there. Yeah, um, bro. So that's what I'm saying. Like he, and from the ex, from, and that's the funny thing too is sometimes from the outside looking in, people are always going to have their fears that they project on you or their thoughts that. Oh, well, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. Why would you leave such a secure job? Do you know you could have just retired? Yeah, I know I could have just retired there. But that's the thing. Really ask yourself, like, okay, what does it look like sitting in the same job, doing the same thing that you're doing right now for the next, I'm 27 years old, doing this sometimes 65, 67 and a half, whatever retirement is, quote unquote, on paper now. Yeah, if you, I mean, if, if you don't love it or, or you don't, it doesn't yield enough of a benefit then yeah. you just have to have that conversation with yourself and make a decision, which you did, which is admirable. And that's the thing. Yeah, honestly. I know for me, like I've been planning this for, well, we've been talking about it now strategic. For, for, for months. Exactly. Like, yes, there's, it there's was a always, strategic play. There's always a method behind my madness, right? Like I know I sit here and I sound crazy sometimes, mm-hmm. all the times. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, it's there's, there's, there's method behind the madness to a point where it limits that risk. And it's like, okay, now we can make that move. Let's go out and go out there and get it. A hundred percent. And you know it's so funny that you said you love real estate. You love like you love talking to people. So my first content rec of the week, actually, this was a recommendation from our buddy Malik. Ooh, okay. Yeah, shocking. Um, <laughs> it is actually it's. I listened to it, so mm-hmm. I don't know where people can find it. I found it on YouTube. It's a thirty-minute video. It's a black screen. And you ever heard of Alan Watts? You might have. I didn't know mm-hmm. who it was. So the guy's name is Alan Watts, and he gave a speech on falling in love. Oh, and like okay, the okay. depth of falling in love and like yeah. what encompasses it. So that's my first content record of the week. I, week. I highly recommend you listen to it. It's 30 minutes all around the ideology of love. And this guy is so funny. 
the way that he talks and he addresses things. But one of the things that he says, mm-hmm. they call it falling in love because you're giving yourself up to it. Yeah. So if you truly say, I, I love real estate, which I, I believe that you do, you are going to be sacrificing yourself, yeah. your time, your headspace to real estate because you love it. Mm-hmm. And he says in there, it's quite mad, right? And when you fall in love with someone, you are surrendering yourself. That's why they call it falling. They don't yeah. call it walking into love, you, catching love. They you, call it you falling. You have to be willing to like drop. Surrender. Yes, exactly. You have to give up a certain part of yourself, a certain part of security almost, right? And saying like, okay, you're stepping into the unknown. Think Correct. Anybody who is, you and Alex have been together for years now, right? But you talk about to people who are single and it's like, okay, you having to step into the dating field and saying like, oh. You might meet somebody. It's, it's the biggest reason why I'm not on these dating apps, right? Where it's because it's just like, oh, you meet somebody and now you have to go out on a first date, go on a second date, go on a third date. All at the same time that that person might be doing that with two, three other people. Uh-huh. If you're not the kind of person who is willing to deal with that type of roller coaster, that type of headache and saying like, oh, you know that you're dropping your wall and letting that person in, that type of emotional connection, knowing that they're doing that, then that's not for you. Oh, yeah. But then those type of people wouldn't be for you. But at the same point. Right. And this is where people got to I don't know, it's hard to balance it out. Like you have to be willing to go through some of those things. Right. Because how do you ever know your tolerance? Right. How do you ever know what type of what they call like what's your love language? Right. Like, how do you know, like you want that type of love to be reciprocated? Of course. Because at the same time, you might go out with somebody who's like that and be like, I'm with this. I love open relationships. You dating, I'm dating, cool. We can link up, you know, for certain things. Like, whenever you want to kick it, great. Other people might be like, nope, you know what? We tried that. It didn't really work out, but I'm looking for something more serious. 100%. And, and that was one of the coolest things about listening to him is he, like, identifies the fact that when you are doing that and you're surrendering yourself and falling, that's the reason that a lot of relationships fail so yeah. much is because people enter it and it is such a powerful thing, mm-hmm. right? It's nuts to surrender yourself and, and give up who you are yeah. um, out of sheer love, right? And then people get mad if it wasn't working out the way that they seem. So they like they sacrifice time. They sacrifice things that they love, but it wasn't for the right person. It creates crazy anger and tension, which is why relationships. So it, it, it's a very cool video um, that can either help you identify mm-hmm. why you haven't fallen in love yet it can strengthen your ideology of your current relationship. I did like listening to it. Yeah. And then on the complete flip side, something else that we also touched on, which is cool that we touched on both things on the podcast. My other content wreck of the week, I was listening to it on the way over here, is just a 10-minute video by Vox, and it's on the okay. Israeli-Palestine conflict. Gotcha, okay. So it's 10 minutes, and it goes through the entire history dating all the way back to the early 1900s on what the actual conflict is about because I know just like I didn't know the majority of you out there have no idea what the conflict is about I'm sorry for assuming but however we saw, we saw a couple of posts and people were like right. oh we see stuff on Instagram everyone, pick sides everyone again. thinks let me pick a side take 10 minutes and listen to the history and gain a better understanding it's by Vox V-O-X it's on YouTube I found it insightful and it, and it l- created an illusion of actually not an illusion helped create a better story mm-hmm. for me as to what's going on there so yeah no I mean that's Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely going to check it out because once again, like uh, for me, you know, I consider myself someone who tries to, you know, read and tap into as much things as possible, you just do. be well informed. But at the same time, like I look for stuff like that, right? People constantly continue to share things that will further my understanding of it because you only know what you know. And if you're going out there now just spewing that, whatever ignorant nonsense it is, then 
without having your ears open at the same time, you're, you're going to be very close-minded. And at a certain point, people are going to like, uh, realize that it's like, oh, this person is just like everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't really have like much insight in what you're talking about or they're not really looking to have a conversation. Of course. And, and the reason I recommended it is because it is a topic mm-hmm. of stuff that's going on right now. Yeah. And the video was easy to listen to. I'm yeah. a guy that is very difficult to capture my attention. Had like a bunch of cool pictures. Bunch, uh, the person spoke very well. So I would recommend it if you wanted to just a quick 10-minute update to, so you could at least engage in conversation if it's presented to you. Yep. Like I said, it might topic. open the doors to somebody just... I remember when I was when I first met Sarge. You remember Sarge? Of course. And he started talking to me about certain things in the Middle East, right? And he was just like, "Oh, Dude, well, he like, had the spikiest hair. Crazy. His crazy. Each spike like, was so sharp, like Deegan spikes, like ice picks. Yeah, a long time ago. Oh man. Yeah. I know Deegan's gonna love that. So <laughs> but, sharp. But yeah, bro, Sarge had me tap into like different things, like a lot of international issues, right? Because we would sit there and we would have time. Um, when we're not making sales, we're not doing calls. Like we would just sit there and he'd be like, oh, do you see this article? Do you see this? And I'd be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And at the time I was like 1920. Right. And he starts telling me, oh, well, you got to check out this publication. You got to read this book and you got to do this. And I'm just like, I didn't even know this world existed. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Exactly. You never know what people might get you to tap into, man. Yes. Sip on something new every day. That's right. Oh, that was this, nice. That's what we do. You know, always plug. Before always you, before you there. give your content, Rex, while we all are while we are always plugging, me and Dikembe are actually also going to compile a list of all of the content recs that we have given, and we are going to put them on our Instagram, on any other form of media that we utilize. And we're also going to create like a, an illustration on Instagram so you could just scroll through and see the different pictures on Facebook. Um, Content's should, back. Content, content is, is back. back. Yeah, we are going to make an itemized list of the content recs that we have given because we've dropped some gems, folks. Our guests have done a good job. And Dikembe has given a bunch, I'm sure, today. He has uh, another good one for us. What's your one this week, man? Oh, yeah. So speaking of content, um, you know I'm a big fan of Gary V. Gary yes. Vaynerchuk. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished his book, uh, Crush It. Right. So it was one of the first books he had came out with, one of, one of the first ones. And he basically talked about his strategy when it goes to just using social media, right, and building a business through the use of social media and just using, leveraging your personality, just being able to be you. And how people can latch on to that and how that can help you organically grow a business. Um, Because, you know, that's something I've always tried to stay true to Um, in my previous field. Once again, you kind of have the total line on being completely professional and buttoned up right and then being your true self. Um, And that is something that I'm very excited to get back into. Right. Is showing people, okay, like what is it that what's my story? What is it that I really do? You know, who who am I as, as a person? People can kind of tell already, right? Like, okay, it's, I'm a very simple person at the end of the day, but interesting. I'm interested in a lot of different things. You would you would deem yourself as simple? I think so. I like to cook. I like to work out. I like to play some games here and there. I like to, work, uh, you know, go for a run. Um, interesting. I like real estate. I have an eclectic uh, interest. Yes. That's a very eclectic person. So You think you're simple, though? I think so. Is this why you guys say I have high standards? No, no, not at all. Because we start talking about it and I just become aware, like, maybe I'm not that simple. Yeah, you're insanely high maintenance. I just like to look good. <clears throat> Speaking about that, that I've got another content wreck for yeah, people. What Ooh, is it? <laughs> man, they're not ready for that one. But um, So yeah. Crush It by Gary V. Crush It by Gary V. I'm going to start implementing some of the things. A lot of it I already kind of knew because I've been following him for years now, too. So he used a lot of it in his own content. But... It's a great way to just start just start your marketing plan, right? Start your business plan and just putting it all together and saying, here we go. So we're ready to crush it. Anything else? Next content rec. Oh, hit and it. Then, and then I'm going to give my final one. Okay. My final, final one. Nice. Um, 
did another book because you know I had a nice little trip, so I had some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Money Energy by Ryan Serhant. Okay. Right. So this is an audio book. I don't know if you know Ryan Serhant. I do not. But um, if you watch HDTV, Million Dollar Listing, he's the guy with the gray hair, the silver Wait. hair. Uh, um, so how do I put this politically correct? Here we go. This guy, white guy, gray hair. Good looking dude. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, he is a good looking dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, he looks like, oh, money. There's two on that show that both have white hair, though, don't they? Oh, so. On, on Million Dollar Listing? Aren't there two dudes? Maybe you might be thinking something else. But we talking about Ryan Serhan. Forgot. Big dude. The New York broker king. Yeah, dude. Kills it. And Yeah, oh, my God. Kills the Insane game, right? Insane money. I'm trying to be the Philly version of him. Okay. That would be crazy. You're going to get white hair? No, 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 no. I don't need to do that. But I might bring back the flat top. Uh, I need something that really stands out. I don't think the flat top. Maybe you do like one of those but you cool know designs really in the side of your head, or like like oh, kind of like how Drake got the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get something like that, like the heart. Wow, or like a like a line. Or no, like, no, no, that's too simple, Bert. Don't worry, I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna figure it out. This is a you thing. I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah, because this is me. That's what's gonna lead me to my final content wreck. But big money energy. It kind of talks about all this stuff, right? Because think of the title, big money energy. It, it, it's you got to even say it the right way. Right. So you're seeing him now. Right. You see the picture. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bro, when you think about what's required to we're salespeople at the end of the day. Right. And being a salesperson requires you. Well, if you want to be a good salesperson, you have to carry yourself a certain way. You have to present yourself a certain way, even if you're just building your own personal brand. Right. Like that's still selling yourself. And what Big Money Energy really talks about is like, how do you bring it all together? Because at the end of the day, if you bring it all together, you're going to look like those people who have that big money energy. Right. You ever see a guy who walks in a room? Yeah, it, actually, we've been there before. Like, you sitting in a bar, and it's just like that person walks in, and it's like, damn. I know that person's bank account just has zeros and zeros and zeros and zeros and zeros and zeros and zeros. And zeros. <laughs> That's true, yes. Commas there, and commas and commas. There is a visible, and, and sometimes it's not just about what they're wearing. It's not the cockiest, per, and, and the thing about big money energy, it's not the cocky people, not the boastful ones, not the ones who come in and it's just like, they have to brag about it. It's the people who walk in, like Ted. Correct. Or they just, yeah, there's a certain way to carry yourself that right. I, I would agree can own Where it's just like those people who are just um, like, you got sweatpants, a t-shirt on, maybe some nice shoes, you know, nice pair of Jordans. But it's just like, damn, that person's got it all figured out. Like they, they are polished to a point where it's just like there's energy coming from not only their financial status, but also like just who they are. Correct. You know, as an individual, they they carry themselves a certain way and you're, and you're, you're feeling that. So big money energy. And what's your last one? This is where, this is where. Is it the shoes? It leads me to. This is a bummer. Because why? Because I just don't, I I don't know. You know what? You heard it here first. I don't think you're ever going to own or wear those shoes. Those loafers? Not because of how much they cost. I'm putting up a picture on my story right now. Put it up. Put it on after we drop the episode tomorrow. I'm going to put it up on first sips page. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So tomorrow will be there by noon. Everyone remember, I don't think that the Kembe will ever have the chance to wear these shoes. That's the problem. That's the problem. Now you said it right. And I don't... don't, The problem is, I don't know if I'm going to have the the opportunity to wear them. Because we got to... Honestly, our friends need to... We got to step it up, boys. Bro, not that much. We need to start doing... None of us are at that point. We go on a different events all 2022, bro. Bro, that that. What you, tell them I what they are. To be tell, ready. tell everyone the what Christian they are. The Christian Louis What you mean? Like we we here. I tell you. How much are they to Kembe? The loafers they that under you a thousand. Sent. So they still How sound much? slight. How much? It was like nine eighty five. Nine hundred eighty five dollars for a pair of loafers. How much is Christian your Louboutin? iPhone? 
What? And what does that do? <laughs> it's a supercomputer <laughs> that I utilize every single day that isn't a bedazzled so loafer. Bro, the gem on the front look crazy. You know, the CL, it is. What? You know that? Oh, man, that look nice. And you know, because at that point, we got to get the Lambo truck. That's See, when, that's fine. That's when your whole piece look right. Correct. Oh, no, if I can't be doing stepping, that stepping on my Mazda. That's what I'm Come saying, on, bro. bro. I, I don't think. Yet. No, this is big vision board stuff. I hope I'm wrong. This vision board stuff, bro. I can't be stepping on my Mazda with no So you're saying, yo, would you wear them like, like three first sip first oh, gets like acquired by. my car note. That's yo, not financially stable. No, no, no. We get acquired by Barstool. Yeah. We walk into the meeting. Lambo truck. Loop, probably not, but. Rent one. You'd have rent those. One off of Toro. Yeah, we would have to rent I mean, one off a of Toro. Toro for like hundred dollars a day. Smart. You know, I've been thinking. I'm already thinking there. With so the yeah. Louboutins, bro. Like they not right. the red bottom game crazy. Cause you know I'm gonna sit like this as soon as I get to the desk. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. I hope that the mic picked up the stomp of your foot slamming on the desk. Those are nice too. You see how my kick game already crazy, and we ain't even there yet. Oh my god. Well. So people need to know, folks. Check the picture tomorrow. Check the picture. I need y'all to let me know. I'm gonna put the little flame, the little flame slider. And we're gonna put a poll up. Hot or not? Do you think slide it all the way? Gonna slide happens? it all the way to the top. Hot. Hot. Red bottom. <laughs> oh my god. That Red means bottom. I need to start getting invited to some next level events. Some galas. Y'all. Need, that's what I'm saying. It's only a matter of time until I'm at the Met Gala. Mm. You know, and my oh my god, my whole fit gonna be crazy. Yep. I'm gonna need a hat. At the Met Gala. I'm gonna need a hat. I think we got some work to do before we get there. With one of the big brims. <laughs> and a feather. Ooh, a red feather. <laughs> oh Jesus. My god. People, man. Bert, People, send us home. I am sending us home. With that being said. Thank you again so much, as always, for listening. Tune in next week. We hope and plan to have an awesome guest on that's going to open up our eyes. And then moving forward, we got a lot of cool people lined up. We appreciate you. We thank you for listening. And as always, enjoy the first sip.